Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's very special guest. But first, we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports and We Coach. You heard me say before, these are two great organizations that you really need to be a part of. So check out the Global Community of Women in High School Sports and We Coach. Now let's hear from our sponsors. We want to thank our good friends at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. At my school, we use surveys for just about everything, for teachers, for coaches, for parents, and for our student-athletes. And the information that came back was almost always positive. But the surveys also allowed you to uh, hear about uh, those small issues that you could address and keep them from turning into big issues because you didn't know about it, because you hadn't done a survey. The um, schools uh, that that don't do surveys usually only hear from that 2% that are having a negative experience. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack gives that majority, that 95 to 98% of voice to help you uh, support and defend your programs. If you've never used a survey, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack will let you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to thank Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration, but Final Forms is much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile apps, and they've got reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can help your coaches with attendance and communication, and for you as an athletic director, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. We also want to say thanks to our friends at Sideline Interactive, indoor scoring tables and video boards. You've heard me say before, we've got a Sideline Interactive score table in our gym, and it's just fantastic. It not only generates income for the department, but it also creates the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Um, Schools that want to improve that game day experience, highlight student athletes, excite the crowd and increase their budget through sponsorship. Sideline interactives, score tables, led videos, displays, and their digital scoreboards make an easy solution to those problems. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. That's sidelineinteractive.com. You won't be disappointed. We also want to thank the good folks at Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Snapraise is their fundraising platform, but check out all the different platforms that Snap Mobile provides. Snap Store allows you to order custom spirit gear. Snap Manage will help you design an entire website for your athletic department. Snap Connect just like it sounds, it's going to connect you with your parents and your constituents. And SnapRaise, well, SnapRaise has helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. And they even have an option 
where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anybody else has that. Go to snapraise.com and check out the entire Snap mobile platform. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and you'll see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device and you don't need design experience. Tell them you heard about it on our podcast and get 10% off. Our code is ADPOD10. That's gipper.com. Create world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to sell your tickets online, how to scan the attendees that come to your games and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's hands-on support. Hometown will also show you how to sell tickets for school dances, your school plays and concerts, even graduation. You'll find it all at hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We want to thank our good friends at Vital Signs Wall of Fame. They've got a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and you're going to see one of the coolest ways imaginable to display your school's record boards for all the teams, for all the events, along with your school's Hall of Fame. Their touchscreen uh, interactive consoles, along with their templates, allow you to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Go to Vital Signs Wall of Fame to get started. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. And we want to say thanks to our friends at Huddle. Go to huddle.com. Huddle is how the world sees sports. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school is a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the um, uh, mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle's got the tools to help your teams, your coaches, and your athletes improve. And if you go to huddle.com, you're going to find a professional-grade solution to the challenges that you face. At Huddle, we believe in sports, and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and find out how to turn your school into a Huddle school. That's huddle.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, I say this frequently, but this time, I guess I really mean it. We've got a really cool guest today. Um, our guest is Patricia Summerland. If, if that name is not familiar, uh, I think it will be after our podcast. Uh, Patricia is currently uh, a big-time radio host on Sirius XM. Her show is Mouthing Off Sports. Uh, she's also a very successful entrepreneur, and she is a former professional wrestler. Uh, she was part of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, the real thing, not the, the Netflix uh, uh, drama, which was you know, fairly entertaining. Um, her uh, alter ego back in her wrestling days, she was Sunny, the California girl. And so, uh, again, there's been the documentary, uh, very you know, well done, at least in my opinion. Uh, the Netflix show is okay, but uh, we're very excited to have her on. She is a former college athlete, and again, I think she has a lot to offer us uh, today in the area of leadership. So, Patricia Summerlin, 
welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's great to be here. And thank you for the introduction. I just want to say something real quick as far as um, mouthing off. So I'm technically, um, as of December 23rd, left mouthing off a sports network. I am, however, on American Adversaries. It's Orlando Talk Radio for the past 12 years. So that's what I do. Um, and I actually cover all the late breaking news of California, all the stuff that we dread to hear, <laughs> uh, some political stuff as well. And, um, and I love it. Good group. And they're in Orlando, Florida. Okay. So that's probably close to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just about uh, 30 miles away. Okay. Well, you know, we had this yeah. scheduled uh, for a while, uh, but we had to, you know, both of us, you know, we had some, uh, uh, scheduling conflicts, but we're glad we got you on today. For our listeners, we're recording this on January 6th, so Happy New Year to everybody. Let's go in and dive right in. Uh, Patricia, we sure. always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests, so give us that bio, you know, where you were born, where you grew up, you know, high school, maybe take us up to the college years. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll hear more about your early career. So what's the sure. Patricia Summerlin story? Oh, boy. Well, yeah, from the get-go, I had, um, I, I don't want to say rather interesting. Yeah, let's say interesting, a little different. Uh, I was raised with a great aunt and a father who was no blood relation, by the way, was the best father, um, who loved wrestling. And my mother loved the roller derby. <laughs> we all remember the roller derby. Oh, yeah. and, and I was born and raised here in Los Angeles, California. Um, we would attend the Olympic Auditorium. So if you're familiar with the Olympic Auditorium, all you listeners out there, it's well known in various states and, and whatnot, but especially here in California, it's a, it's a landmark. Um, so we would, I think I was what, five, maybe five, six, I would sit there and watch this wrestling with my family. And then we'd go to the roller derby. So it was Friday, Saturday nights. So that was our evenings out. That's how the whole thing started there with the, uh, the love for wrestling. I was terrified though, because... Freddie Blassie, the Destroyer, all these late greats were just larger than life. And I thought they were really getting hurt, right? Because the blood's flying and, you know, and, they're, and, and Freddie Blassie's bringing his cane out in the ring and all this stuff. And as a little girl, I was like terrified and not knowing at that age I was going to end up being a wrestler. So um, from there, I ended up um, being an athlete which is not surprising, right? You know, just being in that world. And I had an older brother who I used to protect. He used to get bullied as a, you know, as a young boy. And he was very quiet. My brother would never hurt a flea. So I was always out there brawling. So if that says anything, yes, I don't like bullies. So anybody out there, don't bully. That's a great message right off the beginning of this show. Don't bully. Um, sad part there is that my brother did um, commit suicide. And I think from there, I ended up like really diving into sports. Like I, I was crazy mad sport. I was the tomboy. So I started skateboarding, roller skating. My brother was the bookworm. He had his face in the book and I'd be out there just doing all these sports. So let's see, elementary school, I competed against the girls. Then I outran the girls and they put me with the boys. And I would get called Daddy Longlegs, Daddy uh, Grasshopper, all these names because I was five foot eight at that time. I'm five ten, 
Now, is that tall? Yeah, it's it's above the norm. So I was probably, I'd say, the tallest girl in my class, in my grade, for the most part, all the way up through high school. So I was always a track runner and I excelled. I jumped, I did the hurdles and everything. So that was part of um, my background. I was very competitive. And the more the boys would taunt me, the more I'd run faster because they're like, oh, she's a girl, we're going to beat her. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. Right there, 500 yard, no, 100, 500, so on and so forth. The right. relays, I loved. The relays were so much fun. And my parents were always there, uh, right there cheering me on. And I ate it really bad one time. I slid from A to B. And you know yourself as a track runner, when you hit the pavement, that hurts. And you do a tumble and roll, kind of like wrestling, but yet you get the burns and the bleeding. I was like, oh my God, that hurt. <laughs> so I got tough with that. And uh, not surprised I ended up being a wrestler, ironically. But um, the competition was there. I loved basketball, uh, volleyball. I was a good volleyball player too. And I still love volleyball to this day. Um, basketball, I love. And I play with my grandsons now, <laughs> which is a competitive part of, uh, of my nature with them. And they've all got many awards and they take after grandma. So I'm very proud yeah, of that. But yeah, Los Angeles, California. I was a fun and sun girl beach. I was at the beach as well. Don't forget roller skating, you know, hitting the waves. So my character on Gorgeous Lays of Wrestling, setting the California girl, I was that character. So the surfboard was really my real persona because that's where I was as well. And don't ask me why, because there are two extremes, but I was out there doing it. <laughs> well, again, I know a little bit about your, uh, your background. I, I did a little biographical research on you. Um, you ended up, and again, for our listeners, uh, because this is a podcast, uh, you know, Patricia also at this time, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, you were getting into modeling and doing some other yes. things as well. Let's talk about your college uh, track experience. How did that all come to, into play? Um, it just, well, first of all, I think education was very important. It's always, you know, you have to. Um, I was the girl that really didn't care about sitting in, you know, class. I was PE. I was out there and I must admit it was like PE all day for me. So it just continued on in college and running. So I would practice at the Y on my days off. I was at the Y running and doing the, you know, running the bleachers, you know, just loving it. That was, that was my thing was always hard training. Um, gymnastics a little bit here and there not so good because again I'm 510 my legs just didn't like to go up and it showed in glow um, that was a difficult time and they trained me on the trampoline to make sure that I actually had my legs um, straight up in the air which took a lot of practice and headstands I didn't like for some reason I had a fear of being upside down so running all day, you know, competing with whoever they put next to me or five people or 10, it's on. But to do a handstand, I was frightened. I got to say, it was, and I broke that because what happened is the director, we went through military training, first of all. So I can do 100 push-ups now. And that's not sissy push-ups, that's military because we were trained that way for GLOW. But in the handstand, Matt made me do 100 handstands against the wall. And I was turning red losing my breath. It was horrifying. But I had all these girls behind me going, you know, what are you doing? Come on, Patricia, just do it. Just get your legs straight. And every time they did that, it was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to run. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna win this race. So I finally got it right, but it took me so many times. And finally that was like, wow, I did it. <laughs> and it was it was funny. But um college, again, all about athletics. Forget the books. I was terrible. I was like, I that was my love. Anything sports. Um you know, baseball, uh, softball, primarily, um, basketball, uh, volleyball, all of it, you name it. I was in the thick of everything. And if I could coach right now, I probably would, because that's my love. That's what I really want to do right now. So if anybody's listening, I'll do that. <laughs> you got me. I'm there. <laughs> our, uh, for our listeners, our, our guest today is Patricia Summerlin. She's a, a successful radio host, entrepreneur, former professional wrestler, uh, as Sunny the California Girl. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back. Uh, so please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. Okay. We want to thank our good friends at Sideline Interactive for their support. We've got a Sideline Interactive indoor scoring table uh, in our gym, and it's just fantastic. We use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their tables and their scoreboards in action. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com, that's snapraise.com, and check out the entire Snap Mobile suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job better. Snap Store allows you to order custom spirit gear for everybody in your program. Snap Manage will show you how to set up an entire athletic website. Snap Connect is just like it sounds. Connect with your parents. And Snap raises their fundraising platform. We used it. Uh, it was so easy. And what's more important, it worked. And it'll work for you. You can find it all at Snap raise.com that's snapraise.com welcome back everyone to the educational ad podcast uh, once again our guest today is patricia summerland uh, former professional wrestler for the gorgeous ladies of wrestling now very successful you know podcaster and radio host Patricia, you uh, talked a little bit about some of the training that you went through um, for uh, to be a professional wrestler. Um, let's go back a little bit before that. How did you find out about uh, Glow and, you know, what was the, I guess, the that journey? But yes, I definitely want to get back into the training. Sure. Um, well, uh, so as you had mentioned before, I was a model actress and, and things and um, a swimmer model. Um, so I was sitting there one day with my father and I was actually looking up modeling. I think it was, um, uh, some modeling thing for some bikini, uh, uh, shoot. And he's calling me and he's like, Patricia, I'm watching the show. Come here and sit down with me. And I'm like, okay. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching all these women larger than life. Okay. All different sizes, shapes, colors, just slamming each other and just these crazy moves in this wrestling ring and I'm like what the heck is this dad it's like just sit down with me and watch it well it was glow it was gorgeous days of wrestling and I really I I'm like I can't do this I looked at him he's like you should do this and I'm like no I'm a track runner dad I can't wrestle right because you just never put 
I just never thought about it or put the two together. And he's like, why don't you just go ahead and send in your resume, you know, your entertainment resume and your headshot and, and try it out. And I did because at the end of the, the show, I was so amazed to see these women in there and their athletic ability, how they're doing uh, uh, jumps and, and stunts off the turnbuckle, their flying maneuvers, they're bouncing off the ropes, you know, they're doing monkey tosses, as we call it, um, pile drivers, which are no longer used, right. very dangerous maneuver, which we'll get to that. I was injured and hospitalized in a pile driver. Um, they thought I broke my neck. Um, so um, all these different things. And these women were just larger than life characters too, most importantly, like superheroes. And that was pretty cool because you can identify with these women in there. It's not just like, you know, wrestling. It's like, oh my God, look at that character. She represents something. And this one represents something. And this one's representing something. So they all have their own identities. And that's what was really cool. So at the end of the show, they were looking for new girls and they were auditioning said, you know, if you want to audition for new glow girls. Okay. This was the first season that I was watching. And apparently the second season, that was it. They all left or I don't know what happened. Um, so I said, okay, I'll send it in dad. Guess what? I got called in. And so North Hollywood, California is where I went to audition. Okay. I walked in this room and there was probably 350 girls in there, 350. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I was just floored. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get this. Oh, maybe. Well, yeah, you know, and I was just me, bouncy, trouncy, blonde, tan at that time. Definitely not what I look like now or for many years because people were just up there like, did you have blonde hair? Weren't you super tan? You know, I'm like, yeah, that was back then, many years ago, you know, um, since I'm 58 years old now, right? And uh, so it's funny. And I go, okay, I'm looking around, I'm scaling the room and I see all these, these girls. I'm like, well, maybe I'll get it. Maybe not. And I was smiling. I was just always up because that's me. I'm very, just always positive and smiling. I sit down with the director and he goes, we like you. You came in here all natural bouncing and, and fun and just, you weren't nervous. And I'm like, no, I'm not. So what do I need to do? <laughs> right? So what is it that it's like, do you mind going to Las Vegas? And I'm like, Las Vegas. Now I was like 19, 20 at the time. So you can imagine. I'm like, I went there with my parents when I was little, lots, you know, because my parents would take vacations. I'm like, me by myself to Las Vegas? Yeah, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so I go to Las Vegas. They fly me up there. And then that's when the, the not so fun stuff happens. But well worth it, by the way. Um, they put you through this rigorous, and I mean tough, when I say tough, it's military training. It's the same as what law officials go through, the military go through. That's what they put us through. And we had to do it and, um, until girls dropped off. And apparently I didn't, I hung in there, but we had to do, we ran the tires, back and forth, ran the tires, our arms above our head, over our ears, you couldn't drop them, right? Running around the warehouse that we trained in. We had to run with the arms above over our ears until mats has stopped and you can't drop your arms and boy, did it burn, okay? Then there's a punching bag. So after all that, you go to the punching bag and you learn how to do your punches. 
which I wasn't so good at, by the way, which I am now because I love, I'm a, I'm a boxer now. So that's my, one of my main loves. I box every day, um, me and Mr. Bob. So um, I get up there and I go right straight into the bag. Uh-oh, that was a bad move trying to be tough, right? Because all these girls are behind me and there I go again. I'm like, oh, that hurts. So I fractured a knuckle fractured my wrist and I'm very small boned and I fractured my whole arm and I was wearing a cast up to here. And that was part of my training. Even in the ring, I had to wear the cast. So I was the first one injured out of the gate, (laughs) but I finally got it right. So, um, so we did the bag and then we have a wrestling ring sitting right there. Right. We're looking at the wrestling. We're like, when are we going to get in there? Matt says, well, first you're going to do hyper extensions off the wrestling ring and we're going what hyperextensions what i i didn't even know what a hyperextension was at that time really right so we're hanging off the wrestling ring girls are sitting so we have our feet i like this and he puts a girl on our feet to sit on our feet and we're doing Mm -hmm. the hypers off the side of the wrestling ring as many as we can until it burns again then we go to the floor and we move maneuver to the floor and i think at that time there was 70 girls okay and we're doing military push-ups. We start at 50 and then we built a hundred and we had to do that morning and we had to do it in the evening. So we train like that every day. That was tough. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, forget about the gymnastics. That's the first part. Then we move into the ring and then they start us off with tumbles. You know, the, when we, you know, in your fifth grade, you start doing your little gymnastics, your forward rolls, your backward rolls, leg split rolls, leg split back rolls. Oh my gosh. I'm like, what? I can't do this. Really? We're too old for this. We're only 1920, but we're like, we did this when we were kids. Right. You've got to do it. You got to do it and you have to do it good. So um, we started doing the rolls. And then from there, he has us running the ring. We do crosses running the ring which is bouncing off the ropes. So when you run the ring, you got to do that back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. If you fall through, you got to do it again. That means you're doing it wrong. (laughs) If you fall through the ropes. So um, we did that. Then we do monkey tosses. They start slowly with the routine of the stunts, which becomes very scary. Now, I originally, and not many people know this, I had a tag team. Her name was Queenie and she was from Tennessee, a beautiful girl. She was called Queenie the Beauty Queen. And we were training in the ring. She was in the corner turnbuckle. Nanuchka, who was Lori Palmer, took her and threw her in the turnbuckle. She's running up in what we call a monkey toss. So you put your right foot into your stomach. You, pl- you place it in the stomach and you take them over, over you, right? As you guide them through, you have your foot as support but you cannot freeze up. So as Queenie was going over, she froze up as she hit the mat, her collarbone popped out because she, yeah, she was scared. She was tense. She wasn't ready for the the move and that was it. So she got sent back to Tennessee. So anybody, what I'm trying to say is anybody who thinks wrestling is fake or wrestling is not um, because it's entertainment form is not dangerous as you know, collegiate wrestling, please. (laughs) I say, get in the ring and try it and then come tell me if you think it, you know, it's not dangerous, but absolutely. We lost several. Um, We lost uh, 
three, four wrestlers in my time. And then Susie Spirit on national TV, if you watched Glow, you remember her elbow popped out in a maneuver. Yeah. So what it is, it's all about timing. It's about skill. It's about knowing your person that you're with as in anything, you know, from boxing, you know, as you know, to any sport, you have to have that timing down. It has to be because if that timing's off, it's dangerous. You're going to hurt your, your opponent or yourself, you know? So, yeah. yeah. And I'm a top girl now. Thank you, Matt Simber, <laughs> <laughs> the director. Yeah. yeah. Now, you and I talked a little bit before we started recording. And again, for listeners, uh, back in the day when I was just out of college, I wasn't wrestling, but uh, one of my college teammates was a producer for a regional wrestling show. And I got to run a camera for him. And I wasn't in the ring. I, I want to emphasize that I was not in the ring, but I was just on the other side of the ropes with the camera. I was up close. I could see the the athleticism that was involved Um from you know the the tumbling the gymnastics that you mentioned you know jumping off the ropes and doing flips uh plus the physical nature of it you know there are definitely some blows being landed uh you know within the sport so uh, again very much a, a a physical thing and uh um I, again you can go to youtube now and and you can you know there are you know ep complete episodes uh, of the glow oh, yeah. series up there if you're not familiar with it um, you know, check out the real thing uh, before you go to the the Netflix uh, show. But uh, again, absolutely, absolutely, please. And we're also on Tubi uh, TV, Tubi streaming, and we're on Pluto. So the original Glow shows, you can find all of them on there. YouTube has what we call fan placed. So mm -hmm. what fans would do would record, they would record these old. Right you know, our old shows and okay. put them up there. So there's a lot that are missing. You'll find just a few, but- I, I didn't um, know that. What were those two yeah. uh, streaming services again? Tubi, Tubi and what was the other one? Yeah, Tubi.tv and Pluto. Okay, You'll check find those Glow. out. Yeah, great, yes. great, great stuff. Great stuff, uh, whether you're a wrestling yes. fan or not. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Patricia Summerland, uh, former professional wrestler, now very successful, you know, radio host, podcaster. Uh, we're going to take another break for our regular listeners. I know that's a shock, well, all the breaks we take, but uh, we're going to be right back. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device and you don't need any design experience. It's so easy. Even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com and use the podcast code ADPOD10 and you'll get 10% off. Start creating world-class marketing content. Go to Gipper.com. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. If you go to HometownTicketing.com, they're going to show you how to set up and sell tickets to your events online. We'll show you how to scan the attendees that come to your games and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com, and they'll also show you how to set up and sell tickets for things like school dances, your school plays and concerts, even graduation. You can find it all at hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to our 
visit with Patricia Summerland. Uh, she was uh, Sunny, the California girl on Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And uh, as we said, now a very successful uh, radio host. Uh, Patricia, um, one of the questions we always ask our guests is to share some of the mentors that they've had in their life. You know, we talked about leadership and none of us get to where we're at on our own. So who are some of the people that have helped you along the way? Um, I, first of all, I'd really have to say uh, who's helped me. I think uh, <laughs> just from my experiences before I ever got into GLOW, um, by, because I had a life-changing experience, which there's a book out on that story of mine uh, would be God, my, my, my spiritual faith. Um, because I was just barely 16 and I flatlined in uh, drowning. And so I would flatline four minutes and they called me dead. You know, they called my parents and my mother had her first heart attack on the way to the hospital. So for that, I will also say my parents because uh, they were with me all the way through. My father um, was amazing and, and he loved wrestling. That was his, his love. Um, my father was an officer, uh, Glendale police officer. And that's where I was raised in La Crescenta, born in Los Angeles and raised in La Crescenta, safe uh, suburb, beautiful suburb. Glendale uh, College is where I went to college. Um, but I would have to say some of the athletes that I watched when I was little, um, and it would also be the, the females that were in the roller derby, our very own Queenie Matilda the Hun. She was in GLOW, but she was one of the top uh, roller derby queens. And just to sit there as a little girl and watch these women again in that sport, just taking the hits and falling on that. And that's solid there. They have no padding, oh, yeah. you know, at least we had a little bit of padding, but they fell and hit the, the concrete. You know what I mean? And they would do the tumbles and go over the hard uh, still bars. You know, there was no, there was no cushion. There was no, they didn't have training. They're like, here, let me trip you in this. And you're going, you're flying. And these girls were, I was envious. I was like, wow. You know, and I loved roller skating as well. I almost wanted to be a roller derby girl in that time um, because of the inspiration and to watch that. And Raquel Welch, by the way, Raquel Welch was also my mentor. And she still is one of my mentors uh, to this day because she's strong, beautiful, and just doesn't take any BS. <laughs> so that's my, my motto. But I think the trainers um, that we had in GLOW, which was Nanuchka, Lori Palmer, she trained us. She was amazing. She's just phenomenal. Anne Labrie in the gymnastics. That girl today is still phenomenal. Um, they could do, I, I, they just make anything. These Olymp Olympians in uh, gymnastics, they make it look so easy and effortless. And these two were also in that league. Um, I would say Mountain Fiji, who is a top shot putter. For the olympics and a lot of people probably aren't aware of that in god rest her soul you know we've lost a lot of these glow girls there um matilda i think saturday will be a year since we lost matilda as well but mountain fiji was whew, she bench pressed our wrestling ring that's how strong she was what a woman just so full of life so i would have to say the women before myself um wow paved the way inspiration mentors you know, because 
there was women in the ring way before us, you know? Um, again, I, I'm so glad that you shared that and, and, and listed those people for um, our listeners who are not familiar with that. Um, I want to go back to, you know, that period where you were actually, you know, you were wrestling, you were, uh, and, and again, I think it's so cool. Your persona was, was you, uh, Sunny, yeah. the California girl, uh, because you were, you know, young at that time, um, was there a moment where you said to yourself, and, and I mean this in a very positive way, you know, Hey, I, I've made it, you know, I, I, I'm a, a star, if you will. I'm part of this. Uh, was there a kind of a moment like that? There was. And I think when I realized it is when we were off filming for television. Um, well, first of all, our ratings soared bigger than WWF mm -hmm. and they hated us. Terry uh, Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea, um, who was a friend of mine. Uh, we used to work out together at Eiferman's gym and our characters are male, female. They were the same. So mm -hmm. he really didn't like us back then. None of them did because we were bigger. We just soared past them. We were on every single uh, syndication in international as well. And we still are, I guess we're on television internationally to this day. And this is now 36 years, 37 years later. I mean, for us, it's 35, but the first season girls, right. you know, it's longer, but to have the longevity is incredible. I think we're all shocked currently because we're still out there. And people are like, oh my God, I was a little boy in the audience. I used to watch you. Kind of makes us feel old, but yet we're like so honored to know that we have such a large fan base that they actually made a series about us because that hasn't been done. When you think about it, there's been rem remakes of 80 shows, but not of a wrestling show. So we're the only ones again. And, um, and not to mention, I got us girls honored in the Hall of Fame. We broke the ground ceiling as the first female wrestling group in 2017 at the Cauliflower Alley convention, which is our wrestling uh, convention we have every year. And they give out honors into the Hall of Fame. And I pushed for it. I pushed. I, and Brian Blair, the president of the CAC, I was in his ear and Carl R, who has now since passed on. Um, I wouldn't stop bugging him. I go, we need to be honored. We should. And so finally we got honored and that was a true, true blessing and in such a, a humble time and just like, wow, we did it. But to have the longevity of, of where we are today whew, and to know the fan base that we had back then, I think when I left, as I was telling you, when I left for the weekend, we get weekends off every other weekend, actually, before filming, I go off and, and visit my parents. And I was driving into my parents' driveway, which I lived in uh, Vegas. So Los Angeles, say four or five hours, I get there. And there's all these children camped out around my parents' house, waiting for my autograph, waiting for me to drive in and arrive. I could, that's when I think it hit me. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it was so, it was just amazing. And, and these children just like, oh my God, Sonny, you know, I was a character to them. I was a hero, a superhero to these children. They dress like us at Halloween now to this day. And I was like, why? To have such an impact is incredible. And it, it's so heartwarming. And it'll stay with me forever. And the children, every time we go out and we do signings, because I do quite a, a few signings at events and stuff, 
I love it. And uh, I'll give away shirts to the little girls and stuff. Um, surfboards, I have little surfboards, uh, Frisbee, Spuds McKenzie, which I made famous. We all know Spuds, right, from mm -hmm. our days. Um, I have little Spuds dolls and stuff and towels. And, you know, the kids today, they don't know, including my own kids. They're like, who's Spuds? And I'm like, Spuds was pretty cool. That's Mom right. brought Spuds to the ring, okay? Spuds sat on the turnbuckle and nobody mm -hmm. could touch my Spuds McKenzie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty... It's amazing. And, and like I said today, to have these grown adults come up to us and said, we watched you. We were in the audience. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's surreal. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that. And again, I wasn't a little kid in the audience. I was an older <laughs> adult back then, but uh, very much a fan. So uh, thanks yes. for sharing that. Once again, for our listeners, uh, we're spending some time with Patricia Summerlin, a uh, professional wrestler, you know, successful entrepreneur and uh, radio podcast host. We're going to take, <laughs> take another quick break, but we'll be back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thank you to Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's school records for all your teams, for all the events, or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. They're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. Their interactive touchscreen video consoles and their templates will help you recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and their reps will set up a live demonstration to show you exactly what their products can do. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Huddle is how the world sees sports. Go to huddle.com and see why over 200,000 teams across the country are using Huddle to help capture, analyze, and learn from video. As a head football coach, I used huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Go to huddle.com and you're going to find a professional grade solution for the challenges that your coaches and your student athletes face. At huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a huddle school. That's huddle.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, Patricia, you just, you've been so successful in a variety of you know, endeavors, uh, and certainly branding and promotion is, is part of that. What are some things that you know, you have done personally or that you've been involved with um, as a professional athlete, as a radio host, that maybe one of our listeners uh, can pick up on and say, hey, you know, I could try that in my community. Uh, anything come to mind? Um, I think, first of all, is to be out there in your community and the human nature of, of being a person, you know, forget the, the fame, the status, I think being involved evolves you, if that makes sense. So 
here, I, I try to do as much as I can. Um, I'll go to, you know, um, say the fire department, for instance, and, and bring canned foods. And they're like, oh, and then, you know, you start up a conversation. Oh, my God, you're sunny. We love wrestling. That's how that's how that happens. So it's like getting out there, meeting people. Um, you know, we have the easy stuff right here, social media, which that's a great branding. Okay, let's face it. Uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, self-promotion is probably the best that way because that's how people are going to get to know you from whatever you have done in your life, you know, past, present, and future is to put it out there. The more you do, the more, you know, the better. But I think just getting out there and being involved um, as a glow girl, um, I was fortunate to have some branding. Let's say I have my own Barbie doll. I mean, that's pretty cool. You know, that's, I have a doll. In fact, it's right back here. I even have a, a wedding doll that a fan sent me that was made by Mattel. I'm like, what? How does that happen? Because <laughs> I um he would he listened to my story that I have never worn a wedding dress. And it's amazing how people listen. And this individual listened and he called and the doll showed up at my house. And I am married in a wedding gown as my doll with my Sunny the California girl uniform underneath with my wrestling boots on. I was like, okay, that's interesting. But yeah, I mean, uh dolls, things like that, you'd be surprised there's a lot of companies out there that are just waiting, just waiting for you to call and say, hey, you know, yes, we'll make your doll this percentage and, you you know, sell it for that, whatever. Um, I think merchandise is number one. I have T-shirts and I make my own shirts. I pick what's on there um, with my cancer diagnosis, for instance. Last year, um, it was really hard for me. I was I was uh, in bed for, I don't know, six weeks. And I went through a whole transition with that. Um, it changed my life. Uh, so I had a t-shirt made. It says, get up and glow. Because you got to get up. You got to keep going, right? No matter what, when you get knocked down, you got to get back up. You got to dust yourself off. Get back up and go through that pain. Um, because it becomes less pain when you keep going. And you know you can do it. So uh, the get up and glow shirt I have, I do um pictures get it eight by ten of yourself you know uh sign it because you're gonna have fans everybody has fans you don't have to be someone real famous athletic directors have tons of fans coaches have fans because it's a team effort it takes a team to make a successful game it takes a team for wrestling it takes a team so we're all in it together. And that's the greatest thing. That's the appreciation. At least I definitely appreciate whoever is in my world, who, who's ever brought me to here, who's, who's helped me train, who gives me my pushes each day, you know, to get up and go. And then I in turn do that for someone else because that's how it works. You know, that's, that's the greatest thing about the human nature. So I think merchandising helps. That's the marketing, that's your marketing, but you're your best marketer. That's what I do. I put myself out there, not afraid to put myself out there. Um, I had a writing illustrator that came to me and asked me if he could do my story. And I'm like, okay, um, because I was putting out my story here and there in bits and pieces because I've quite set aside from my athletic story. I have a personal story that reaches masses um, 
not only from my drowning, which is, you know, a death experience, if you will, near death, as they say, um, which I, uh, I went into groups for that. And I used to do public speaking. Um, I had, unfortunately, due to my success um, as an athlete, and I thought I was a tough girl, I was um, sexually assaulted. And that is a, something else that's going to be out there. And it's in, a, in my book, and it's going to be a movie. It'll be a three-part movie. Very educational. This is going to help millions, men and women, boys and girls, because in this world today, it's not just women. It's uh, on both ends. And, and that's the entertainment. That's the real on the entertainment industry. So um, I'm here to speak it. I'm here to, to uh, preach it. And if it helps, and I sure hope it does, you know, they say you can speak a thousand words and if you get one ear that listens and they, they listen and they really act on it, then you've helped. Um, and as you know, we have suicide currently, which is high up. I'm big with the mental illness stuff. Um, I was a counselor for alcohol and drug abuse. So that's my other thing. And um, I try to help many people there because we're losing so many to suicide. We're losing so many to cancer and so on and so forth. Um, and I get that a lot because I am an, a fit athletic person. And they look at me and they're like, how did you get cancer? We'd never think Patricia, you'd get cancer. You look fine. You look this, you could do everything. And I'm like, well, I didn't know I had cancer either. How about that? I didn't know until I got the, the word last year, uh, March 3rd, 2021, I was diagnosed with colon cancer and um, we're losing a lot currently to colon cancer. And uh, as you know, if you ever watch, turn in the news, it's uh, losing a lot of people, celebrity, non-celebrity athletes, it doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's a tough one. And um, what I can tell everyone now, which is near and dear to my heart is get your colonoscopy, get checked. It's never too late. It's never too early. We're losing 17 year olds in my group. I'm an advocate in cancer coalition group and I help many this was probably one of the hardest to take because I was on with his mother and she put him in uh, palliative care at 17. So if I can just say, please go get checked. If you feel like something's not right, just, you know, it's probably not go get checked and hopefully you're okay. But you know what? Early detection saves lives. And I will say early detection. So whatever it is, get out there. Don't be afraid to get your checkups go see your doctor. You know, um, I put off my colonoscopy for two years and I don't know how long I had that tumor. The doctor said maybe eight or nine years. So for that, um, they had to go in and I say, and this is funny, I'm going to say this. I hope there's not young listeners, but if it's a joke, I say, I'm half an ass now. And they're like, what do you mean you're half an ass? I go, well, they had to cut out half my colon and half my rectum to get the tumor. Mm -hmm. And I was in I was in Depends and I'll never joke about Depends again <laughs> because I was in Depends. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm too young. To... But you know, you go through those things in life and that's what makes you uh, realize how life is. It's so fragile, you know? So enjoy every moment of every day, live your life. Don't give up your dreams. If you want to be a wrestler, then go wrestle. If you want to be a football player, Go be a football player, you know, live those dreams, strive for it. Don't ever give up. I mean, that's my best advice. Love your family, love your friends, you know, tell them you love them most importantly. Yeah. 
Wow. Uh, really appreciate you sharing all of that. Um, we are going to take a break, but when we come back, um, you know, Patricia's involved with a, a number of uh, additional organizations and, you know, she's going to share uh, some of that and, and share a little bit of how you as a listener can get involved. So uh, stay with us. We'll be right back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support of the podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in forms and registration, but they are so much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. They also have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can help your coaches with uh, their attendance, uh, communication with parents. And for you as an athletic director, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake and get started with Final Forms. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. We have been visiting with Patricia Summerland, former professional wrestler, one of the glow girls, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, and now a very successful entrepreneur, uh, radio host, podcast host. And as she shared in the last segment, uh, she is a cancer warrior. Um, I think we can say cancer survivor right now, but still battling. Um, Patricia, I know you've got a lot of causes, a lot of organizations that you want to give a shout out to. So um, how can you know our, our listeners you know, help? How can they get involved? You know, Help us out here. Absolutely. Um, I'm involved in, oh, gosh, so many. Uh, first of all, ADA uh, for my mother, because she was a severe diabetic. So of course, the Diabetic Association would, association uh, is, is very close to heart. Um, cancer, <laughs> we start. I have Cancer Coalition, which is also, you can find um, Cancer Coalition on any of the medias of your social media outlets, Facebook, you can actually just go to cancercoalition.com. Um, I'm in the group on uh, Facebook and, um, and we do these like sit-ups, um, they're challenges. I did like 1300 squats to raise money. Um, anything that we can do, um, there, there's just so many things. Um, the um, National Cancer Association, any of these cancer outlets are, are what I'm in and you'll find me there. I'm there everywhere and I'm everywhere on social media. You guys can can catch me on Patricia Summerland, um, Facebook, Patricia Summerland, LinkedIn, um, Sunny Glow on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter as much. Um, I just don't understand the dynamics of Twitter. I'm not a big Twitter. I don't have time, I guess. Um, Instagram, I'm on Instagram as well. Patricia Summerlin, my Sunny the California Girl page, unfortunately was hacked. That is not me. So don't think that's me, uh, all you listeners. Definitely not me. It was taken over a couple of months ago, unfortunately. Yeah. So um, Cancer Coalition is really close to my heart. So I work with them and I'm doing a segment with them. It's called the Blue, the blue Face. The face is a blue because colon cancer is a blue. I, I wear it here. I have a tattoo of these are my boxing gloves. This is the ribbon with the color. Uh, and these are actually my boxing gloves. These are what I use. Uh, it's, uh, 
blue and it'll tell my story. It's going to be out there on social media. In fact, I'll share it on LinkedIn. So you'll have that. Um, and then I'm doing another story for RadNet TV. Now RadNet is for radiology for um, when you get injured, you know, you have to go through those x-rays as we all like, oh my God, we got to go through the x-rays The you know, the tube as we call it. Uh, some are less invasive. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. It really isn't. It's pretty, pretty harmless. You just have to have the, the patience. I was in there with the MRIs. I was in there for 36 minutes and I really did not like it. They took very good care of me though, to lay in there that long. Um, I had to sit up, drink water. I didn't eat because I wasn't supposed to eat with that type of um, x-ray that I was having for the pain. And that's for the cancer because they think it's attached to the bone or the nerve. So it's a special type of uh, extra. Hey, and I said, can I get something to eat? I'm getting a little nauseated. They ran and gave me something to eat. So I'm doing a segment um, and they're going to interview me in front of a wrestling ring, which is cool. I look forward to that. And it's MPW wrestling. And this is Logan, AKA Paul. He's a, a detective in San Fernando police here in California. And he also runs a wrestling league. So it's interesting how crossovers happen. You know, either you have a football coach like yourself, they run a wrestling league or vice versa. You'll never know who is behind what. I'm like, what? So there's a lot of firemen, police that get involved in, in wrestling. I was really shocked, you know, years ago, like, wow, there's a lot of crossovers. And then um, we also have UFC MMA, of course, crossing over, you know, more now. And, uh, as you know, Ronda Rousey was in WWE. Uh, we love her. I actually boxed her once and I was injured. I had a rotator cuff injury on that because I went full force and just thought I could hurt her. <laughs> well, that was silly. So, um, but yeah, anyway, uh, I'm doing that. So it's Radnet TV. That'll be out. Um, I'm doing the interview at the end of January. You'll be able to see me on all the Radnet TVs if you're in the doctor's office or hospital settings and you have to go in for that x-ray you can say i know her <laughs> they're sunny so yeah i hope that it helps because anything that we can educate someone on in this industry in our athletic ability in our whatever the case is it eases some of the the tension and i honestly when I got the news for cancer, I was, I felt all alone. I didn't have anyone around me. I was like, it was scary. And I'm a tough girl. Like I said, I've been through a lot of my life, a lot of the traumas. Um, I dropped the mic. It was like one of those drop the mic moments. I'm like, what did he tell me? Did he, he just said I had cancer? What? Cause this is COVID mind you. So I wasn't in front of a person. It was over the phone. And that was a, I was kind of a cold moment. And I dropped the phone and, and um, of course I picked it back up and started talking to Dr. Matuk and, you know, um, again, but I was blessed with great doctors and uh, very fortunate. So I'm here and live to tell it and to live to tell all you guys, you know, and, and thankful for, for this interview to get out the stories, you know, and to help others. And that's the whole idea here, you know, most definitely. Oh, no, absolutely. And again, I appreciate you sharing um, those different agencies and the contact information. And again, for listeners, you know, Patricia and I connected via LinkedIn. So it it, it is a, a great vehicle. 
Um, boy, for my standpoint, you know, we could go on for another hour, but I, I know you're incredibly busy. Uh, this has just been great, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox. You know, you certainly know your way around the world of athletics uh, as a college track athlete, uh, you know, professional athlete. Uh, but it, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from Athletic Surveys who sponsor our toolbox segment. And when we come back, we're going to ask Patricia Summerlin, Sunny, the California girl, uh, what she is going to put into a brand new athletic director's toolbox. But I'm only going to let her put three things in. So let's take a quick break. And then we're going to find out what Patricia Summerlin is going to put into her athletic director toolbox. We'll be right back. We want to thank Athletic Surveys for their sponsorship of the AD Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that's going to help you evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys also connects you to your student-athletes and to your parents um, and lets the majority of your school that really love their sport experience um, tell you exactly why they enjoy it it's also going to let you hear from that two or three percent that have an axe to grind but by listening to that two or three percent you're going to be able to address some small issues and keep them from turning into big issues because you didn't know about it because you hadn't done a survey go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started if you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting with Patricia Summerland, former professional wrestler, now a very successful entrepreneur, radio host, podcast host. Um, she certainly knows her way around the world of athletics, but uh, right now I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let her put three things in that toolbox. So Patricia, what three items are going to go into your athletic director toolbox? Boy, I'd have to say, you know what, being a leader, team leadership is, is everything. First of all, you, you have to go in, you know, as a, as a leader. Um, most importantly, part of the team. So that goes team leadership, confidence, and positivity. And I know this is going over three, but that's me. <laughs> and perseverance, never give up. That's the main thing, you know, and you see the smile, that's what brings it. You go in there with the confidence and smile, you're already nine tenths out the, out the door as a winner, in my opinion. Wow. You saw me, uh, you know, scribbling all these down. Uh, great, great tools. Uh, I, I love the the combination of that, that confidence, but at the same time, smile. I mean, you got to enjoy what you're doing. Um, you know, very Absolutely. important. Okay. Yeah. Um, we always do this, uh, but I'm going to help you, you know, for our listeners, uh, if you want to reach out and connect with Patricia Summerlin, certainly a, a tremendous resource. She is uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, she, go ahead and give us that new, you're going to help me give us that new uh, uh, radio show that you're on now. Uh, and um, I actually, I've been on it for 12 years. Um, it's called Orlando Talk. 
Orlando Talk Radio, and you can find me out there. I'll put a link on my social medias for everybody. I believe it is on LinkedIn, if you scroll down. Um, but uh, SiriusXM is going to be there. Mouthing off is not. So okay. no more of that. Um, yeah, and you can find me everywhere on social media, and I will talk to you. I'm not that um, person that won't. You know, I'm very... Um, I love people and I'm very fan friendly, if you will. I love my fans because without the fans, I wouldn't be here. Let's face it. Hmm. Without the fans, Glow would not be here to this day with this longevity. So I want to thank you all, you know, from the bottom of my heart. You know, the fans are what makes us. Um, again, it goes to the team player. We're all in this together, you know, that's that's the thing. But you can find me um, on Facebook under Patricia Summerlin, LinkedIn, Patricia Summerlin. Instagram, Patricia Summerland, uh, Sunny Glow on Twitter. And uh, yeah. And, and all and get, my Cancer Coalition, don't forget Cancer Coalition. Check that out. Um, if you or someone you know has cancer and doesn't know where to go, send them to me. I'll guide them and help them, you know, and that's what I love. So. And I can attest to that. I mean, I reached out to Patricia, you know, yeah. sort of kind of as a fan, but also wanting to get her on the podcast. Very gracious, very quick response. Um, uh, again, you know, um, reach out and make that connection. And uh, one more time, those two streaming services, I remember Tubi was one, and I think the other one was Pluto for the... Yes, Pluto and Tubi.tv. And you just put in the search bar, a glow, gorgeous laser wrestling should come right up. Yeah. All right. De <laughs> definitely uh, check it out. Patricia Summerlin, thanks so much for being on the podcast today and all the best uh, in the coming year, 2023, uh, with all the uh, organizations and activities you're a part of. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been a pleasure. I've learned a lot. And you're... you've got a great smile, too. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> you've got the pearly whites going. You see that? That's you... how it works, though. <laughs> you are too kind. You are too kind. Uh, for our listeners, remember uh, the Zoom recordings of every interview get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. We appreciate you listening. Uh, once again, we want to thank our sponsors. We want to thank our partners, We Coach, and the global community of women in high school sports. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.